Hi, I'm hi, I'm Erica. <laughs> I'm Toby. And this is our podcast. Okay, I knew I knew that was gonna happen. I was I was giggling before we even started. <laughs> okay. We're we're definitely gonna be in trouble this time. Okay. All right. Well, hey everybody. It, this is uh let's see, it is November twenty eighth and it's been about eight months. Can we you... left you behind. I'm so sorry. We left you so far behind. <laughs> Um, and on our last podcast, I'm afraid I did offer that we would get a guest and my friend, uh, Byron, I suggested might, we might talk to him a little bit, but, uh, we just didn't get around to doing that. So hopefully we'll get to do that soon. Um, but since it's been eight months, I thought that, um, we would begin by sort of catching everybody up with, uh, Toby's, Toby's journey, talking about his transition, um, and discuss our visits with the uh, Center for Trans Youth Health and Development over at Children's Hospital. Uh, but before we begin, I would like to introduce you to my son, <laughs> my son Toby, who we actually started talking about that last time, but have actually not in as much detail. No, not quite at all. So um, as a point of reference for anybody who's turned tuning in for the first time, um, let's see, Toby was assigned female at birth. His dead name is Sophia. Toby came out as gay in October of 2019. Are you surprised I said dead name? I saw you like kind of sit back like, oh my gosh, she's actually saying dead name. Um, uh, Toby came out as non-binary with a name change to Salem. Um, and, a, and a preference for they, them pronouns back in January 2020. Um, and that's sort of where we left off before. You just so have, like my full coming out timeline, don't you? I, I did. I thought for those who maybe didn't I mean, hear it. It's been like three times. Yeah. Okay. After, after a while. So why don't you say in your own words, sort of what came, what came next, Toby? I, I was like, hey, I think I'm going to try out he, him pronouns with my friends just to see how it sounds i really liked it like a lot so i was like hmm i think i'm gonna use he him and they them pronouns and then slowly over time i was like i don't like it when people use they them pronouns over he him pronouns i think i'm just gonna stick to he him it makes me feel good that's and interesting so it was the pronouns first that was sort of how yeah. you tested it and then and then the name it was with um before it was before he they um and i was like huh i maybe want to try going by a second name and then my friends used it more than they used salem and i was like i really like how that sounds connected to me and so i was like okay just we're we're phasing out salem no more just toby please and yeah, yeah that's that's how it be with my gender <laughs> so uh, you basically experimented with your friends mm-hmm. using different pronouns My and a different name. My friends are super cool about that. Yeah. I go and I'd be like, hey, can you try pronouns or can you try a name for me? And they'd be like, okay. Yeah. And then they give me nice little sentences. You've got great friends, huh? And names. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, the like your, your online friends and your high school friends. We'll get to high school in a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and I remember you asked um, your pediatrician about puberty blockers back in your last sort of appointment i did yeah and that's sort of where this journey really really started um yeah and you were basically asking about gender affirming treatments right yeah i was asking about hormone replacement therapy and we 
got recommended to the what's it called um the tran the center for trans youth health and development that place um and we talked to uh one of the people there she was very nice um and super open and and cool about everything that was going on and she was like okay well we're gonna first check and see if you have any height potential and then we're going to check your estrogen and testosterone levels just to see what your options are i said okay and then we come back wait it seemed real simple then didn't it yeah yeah so wait before we before we get too far ahead Talk about the, um, how, how do they determine your growth potential? They did an x-ray of my wrists to see if my bones had fused together yet, which I still don't get why that's the test, but it, it apparently it worked and I have height potential. Woo, I don't have to be short. Right, so essentially they x-rayed your wrist to see... Um, basically if your bones have additional growth left and it turns out that you do, although may not be not too much. a lot, your, your bone age was actually slightly, um, my bone age was 16, which is weird because I am not 16. That's right. That's right. Um, but you still have some potential. And then what was the other yeah. test? Do you remember? Uh, it's a blood test. That's right. They stole my blood. They took and blood. Took it Don't be dramatic. To a lab and they looked at it and they were like ah yes you have high testosterone levels and I go oh my god that's why I have so much hair you do have pretty high testosterone natural testosterone levels which actually made you feel what what did you feel I was really happy about that yeah <laughs> yeah I remember seeing you smile really big um yeah so well we're kind of like blasting through the story here um but something I wanted to point out that maybe people don't always understand, and that is that you already are a a boy. Yeah. And I'm that the treatments my outside match my inside. Well, that's a good way to put it. The treatments that we're talking about, they just sort of help you to sort of present as masculine. Help people see me the way I see myself. That's right. Okay, and everybody's you know journey into transitioning is unique to that person. Some are just social, right? Like they just yeah. you know use different pronouns depending um, on how much you feel about the way that you already are you don't need to change that much you don't even need to change anything that's you can right. just be you and that's all and that's that okay right some sometimes it involves hormone therapy which is what we're going to talk sometimes about Sometimes it involves medically transitioning sometimes it involves wearing clothes that make you feel good sometimes it's none of that and you just feel more like yourself when people refer to you a certain way that's right so um okay so let's talk about let's see we already talked about our first visit to children's hospital um before we went into that appointment toby that was about two months ago how did how did you feel you know what were you I was a hoping little for. nervous. I did not know what was going to happen, and I did not do any research. I, I don't think that's true, because you already knew about T, which is well, short yeah, for testosterone. Like, I did not know about all the questions she was going to ask. Oh, okay, that's and fine. I don't remember any before you asked me if I do. That's right. Okay, well, I think actually you were pretty informed. In fact, you already knew about puberty blockers, and I was going to ask you... 
how you knew about puberty blockers before we went even before we even went in to see there's this the fun little thing called the internet and uh-huh. apparently yeah. there's more trans people there and they talk about this stuff right and it's a good source of information to hear it from other people right so you're you're reading about other people's stories basically mm-hmm. and their journey and mm-hmm. that's how you learned about puberty blockers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. We went back a couple weeks ago. We found out what you already shared, which is that you do have some growth potential left, um, which means that we were a green light for puberty blockers. And for testosterone on a low dose. And then we learned that you had a a naturally higher level of testosterone, but that we still wanted to Still not enough to start boy puberty. Right, we wanted to start the testosterone. So to make it clear for everybody, we are blocking the estrogen, right, which is essentially going to stop your period and stop additional like female female development. Genes. But like my growth, I still grow. I still get acne. Well, your yeah, acne is going to be even maybe more and significant problem with the testosterone. Also, with the added testosterone acne's gonna get worse that's right hair is gonna grow that's right in places it hasn't grown before that's right and voice is gonna go deep and then actually yeah that and your body your fat will be distributed differently around your body um Mm -hmm. what of all of these things these changes are you most looking forward to voice (laughs) the voice voice can we talk a minute for about how when we go to restaurants and you order food and you like try to push your voice down a couple octaves and nobody can ever hear you? I'm just naturally kind of quiet when I'm in public, so when I try to make it deeper, myself deeper, I get quieter. Yeah. In the process, yeah. I'm like, um, hi, can I can I get a grilled cheese? Right, and then I end up having to repeat your order every <laughs> single time. Um. Anyway. Minor pet peeve of moms. Um, okay, so we went back, got the uh, got the prescription for both testosterone and, and puberty, blockers. puberty blockers. Let's talk about the puberty blockers are going to take a little longer to get, but I've already started the testosterone. Okay, before the testosterone, let's talk about the puberty blockers. So there are a few ways that they can administer puberty blockers. Do you remember what the sort of three main ways are? You can get an implant in your upper arm for two years. Or you can do a shot every three months for two years. And two years is the cutoff because that's like a check-in point because it's kind of dangerous to do it a little longer. It might mess with you. Do you remember why? I don't. It's, it was, it was um, for bone density. Oh, yeah. Your bones will get thinner. You might develop osteoporosis. They, they, they've not really studied it for people beyond two years Um Puberty blockers are actually uh, for younger people who develop puberty or start puberty at a very early and, and inappropriate age. They were age. developed for people that start puberty far too young that want to just do puberty Delay at a normal it. rate. That's right. But they can also be used for transgender kids that don't currently like the puberty they have. Right. And want to sort of stop that development. Want to either start a new puberty or give themselves breathing room. That's right. In case they do in the future. To think about it, to really, to really mature a little bit, maybe emotionally, and then make a decision. Um, so we decided instead of doing the implant, which didn't sound too fun, 
to do um, to do the injections once every three months. Yep. So it's an eight eight total injections, and I think we had an option of a sort of muscular or a in, in the arm tissue. like a vaccine right. or in my stomach. And you went for and I went for in my arm like a vaccine because that's what I'm used to when it comes to shots. Right, and you've gotten much better at that. Which by is the way. why the blood drawing thing that was scary. Yeah, well, you survived. Because I, I thought they were gonna like put it in my arm. I didn't know they were gonna put it in my arm, but there in your vein, that's where the blood is. You goofball. My vein is over here too. My love, my love. What's the easiest access vein you have in your body? What do you think? Okay, I'm getting some serious dirty looks. I think this is what Puberty 2.0 has done to you. I'm getting <laughs> attitude all over again. Okay, let's talk about the jelly. Go go right ahead. I know you're excited. Tell, tell everybody okay. about testosterone. Okay, so there are two ways you can get testosterone. It's a shot once a month in your pumps, or every single day you put some gel on one of your arms and I, being bad with needles the way that I am, and not wanting to put needles anywhere else on my body besides my arms, pick the gel, and I call it my boy slime. <laughs> and that sounds really weird, I just realized, but I mean boy slime in the way that Minecraft slimes are slimy. I think everybody understands what you mean. So... Daddy helps you put it on. He puts a, a glove on, and he because he's them. not supposed to touch it. He doesn't need to be more boy than he already That's is. right. I need to be more boy than I That's already. That's right. Is. And so it kind of absorbs into your skin. How long does it take before it's like all dry? Well, it's it dries, and then it feels like there's like glue. Oh, like you it actually feels are like aware of it. Kind of sticky. Yeah. And it's like kind of stiff. So like when I move that skin around, it's like ugh, stuck together. Is it like sunscreen? Does it feel like sunscreen? No. no? It feels like. Putting like, like aloe not, vera, not a sticky glue on my arm. Okay, but, but it like is... at first it's like it's like yeah, that's a that's gel. Kind of feels like hand sanitizer, and then it dries and it's like glue. <laughs> gotcha, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Okay. No. All right, very good. And you haven't like it hasn't rubbed off on your shirts or anything. It might have maybe a little bit, but like not it's entirely. Not a big deal. I'm pretty sure it's, it's not, not staining a staining thing. It's supposed to be covered by shirt. Okay. All right, so it's real simple. Have you know, and it's been about a week now since you've been, um, about a week, right? I started on the 21st. And have you noticed anything at all? I noticed that after the second night, I felt, like, super nauseous, but it I didn't, like, throw up. But that's, like, the worst that's happened Well, and so that far. could have been, like, stage crew and other and, things. And, like, my throat's been really, it hurts every once in a while. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, Toby. It's not too bad. Like a dry throat kind of situation? Like a, it hurts to swallow. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But it, it goes away. It's okay. not permanent. All right. Well, so maybe you're having some side effects, but mo- but by and large, nothing really notable just quite yet. Nope. Um, do your friends know that you're I've told one of my real life friends... I'm trying to figure out a way to tell my online friends because my online friends are also like trans, yeah. not cis, yeah, not type, and I I've been putting off telling them because 
I feel like it would feel like rubbing it in almost. Oh, because they also would like to be, yeah. you know, having this kind of hormone treatment. If I treatment. could share my boy slime with them, I would. No, I know, but you can't do that. You know that, right? Yeah, I okay. know. Okay. All right, so let's, um, let's see, my gosh, so much that I wanted to talk about. Uh, you have been toying with the idea of a new middle name. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell our friends and family and Remus. listeners? Is that where you landed it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Toby Remus. Sturgis, R-E-M-U-S. Mm-hmm. Um, and when are we going to go change your, your name officially? I don't like know. With, with like the DMV and Social Security and all that good stuff. I don't know. Soon, right? You want to do that? Probably. We've got all the paperwork Before to... Before 10th grade. To officially change Toby's... Before 10th grade. Gender marker Hopefully. is what they call it. Um, Okay, so you know what? We did have a few friends who posted a couple questions. So let me ask those questions if that's okay with you. Okay. Um, the first question was, um, how is high school going? Have there been any surprises? Every once in a while, a teacher will somehow get a hold of my dead name because it's for, like, a PSAT or, like, um, standardized testing because it's, on all that all those like rosters and those databases have your those databases have my your legal name right now my dead name yeah and so it's always weird but they've never realized that it's me like there's literally no one else in the room with that last name sophia and they're like hello dead name dead name and and i'm like this is so uncomfortable so what do you do I just sit there and I wait and I wait and I wait and then they go and then they either realize that it's me, right, or they don't, and then and then they give it to the teacher and the teacher's like, oh wait, yeah, yeah, I know who that is, yeah. Um, like, okay. Oh my god, it happened. It happened at the PSAT and my my proctor, um, saw that my dead name wasn't on my ID because I put like white out over it and yeah. wrote my actual name. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. No Did you idea. say it's okay? And I was like, it's completely fine. You didn't know. Thank you for being supportive. Right. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Don't Actually, let's talk about that because you told me that, tell me about the teachers getting nominated and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. My school's GSA does a cool thing where GSA is our uh, Genders and Sexualities Alliance, where um, we can nominate teachers that we find safe or like comforting as people in the LGBTQ plus community and give them a trans flag to mark them as safe teachers to come out to or to support you and your pronouns or so your sexuality. Cool. It's so cool. And guess what? Tell me. My I'm I'm in my school's um drama crew. Um and the drama teacher He's got a trans flag oh, in his room. Oh, that's awesome. That makes me so happy. That's very cool. So you did nominate a teacher, right? I did nominate a teacher. I nominated my English teacher because she's so wonderful and awesome and cool, and I think she's so cool. Okay, so it sounds to me, if I'm going to summarize, that so far your high school experience has been pretty positive. Mm-hmm. And you're back in the classroom, in person, yeah. you're wearing masks, but... My you're... engineering teacher's a little cranky, but it's nothing I can't handle. Okay, all right. Cranky teachers nothing are... I against him right is he is he a good teacher though he's a great teacher right. he's super cool well that's what matters he's just 
cranky. That's okay. <laughs> I'm cranky sometimes too. Um, okay, so that was one one question. Um, your one of one of one of my cousins wants to know when it's appropriate for trans kin trans kids to begin um, hormone replacement therapy. Is there a right answer to and that question? There is no right answer to that question. It's just whenever you feel brave enough to take that step, even if you never end up taking that step at all, that doesn't make you any less you. That doesn't make you any less trans, any less w- anything. It doesn't make you any less you to do some to not do something that every that most people are doing. That's right. You know, I read something interesting, which is that most most people know their gender identity at the age of like four or five which is young and so you use the word and that's why most people don't take them seriously right because they go oh you're too young to know that you're just a little kid you can't possibly know that about yourself but little kids are so much smarter than we give them credit for right and they know so much but they can only articulate it a certain amount because they don't know how else to express it? Right, they don't have the vocabulary for it, or they, they don't haven't have the been vocabulary exposed to or it. the words or the thoughts in their head to process a certain way because mm-hmm. they don't know that that's the way they're they can process it. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you said, I as a kid, like I knew a lot of like gay people, and I was like they were in my life, and I talked to them, and I still in sixth grade had to find out oh yeah that's something i can do too right i just it completely slipped my mind it you just it's it's uh you were aware of it but maybe didn't didn't i was aware of it but didn't think it could apply to you something i could do right exactly um so let's see most uh, we did get a few comments from friends and family members mostly just thank you thank you thank you for opening their minds and their hearts and helping them understand open your brain right which is really kind of the whole point of of everything that we are doing here um okay so we kind of covered the big topics we covered transitioning um we covered your journey and i guess um you know the i guess people were probably going to be curious if you if there are other parts of your journey that are going to be next like after testosterone does there what's after testosterone What's after testosterone? Um, Although you'll be on testosterone for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. Yeah. After testosterone, uh, I, I don't know. Really. Change your gender marker. I get change your name. my gender marker. Get my legal name set to my actual name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I have mixed feelings personally about top surgery because surgeries in general really scare me because a lot of my um, family has been in the hospital quite a while for things like surgeries and sickness in general. So hospitals in general just make me kind of icky. And I know I'd have to be in a hospital to do a surgery like that. And it's, I don't, I know it would make me feel good, but I don't know if I can do it. Okay. All right, so it's more about working up the sort of courage to do it more than anything, which, you know, you've come a long way with the whole needles and having to get... I don't think get... I might be able to right now, but maybe in Yeah, in when the you're future, 18, maybe. I feel when less scared of the idea. Who was that actor I just told you about that had top surgery? Elliot Page. Oh, Elliot Page, right. He's so cool. He is pretty cool. And um, there's quite a few people, actually, on social media for as, as a... 
negative an influence as it can be can also be a positive influence, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the negative parts are really loud minority. Well, you just have to not give those negative parts attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted to spare a little bit of time, and I know we've already been recording for, gosh, it's already 23 minutes, Tobes. Um, <laughs> and I, I wanted you to uh, give you an opportunity to ask me questions. Did you want to ask me any questions, too? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I prepared a couple of questions for you. Firstly, how do you as a parent feel when you see other parents not exactly doing their job right when it comes to supporting their kids? For example, kicking them out of the house, telling them that they're broken and need to be fixed, telling them that it's all a phase and that they'll be okay and normal soon. How do you feel about that? Well, um, I guess the first thing I feel is um, sort of empathy or sympathy for those kids that they don't have the support system that they really deserve and that they need. Um, you know, it makes me a little bit sad for that family dynamic. Um, can I answer the question? Toby's raising can his hand. Wait, and, and hold on, let me finish answering your question and then you can go ahead and add, baby. Okay. Um, so yeah, I feel, I mostly feel for the kid, but then I also have... I do have some empathy for the parent because I will say that it's it's um, challenging at times to kind of understand and some people maybe haven't been exposed enough or um, don't have someone that they can talk to uh, as a parent and so it makes me want to be their ally and their friend to help them come along you know and help them understand um, so I feel I feel yeah I kind of feel for the kid and I feel for the parent yeah there's there's a saying that kind of goes with that. Um, all kids deserve parents, but not all parents deserve kids. Mm, that's interesting. Um, I think all people deserve to be loved. Maybe that's the way to say it. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be your parent. Mm-hmm. Um, all people deserve a support system. And the support that they need. Okay, do you have any other I know you prepared a couple questions. All right. If given the chance... Um, like the time, the resources, would you like to become a transgender activist or queer youth activist and why? Um, well, I mean, I feel like, I mean, the answer is yes. And I feel like in our small way with the podcast, we're kind of doing that a little bit. Um, I'm definitely very vocal with my friends and my family and my colleagues and anybody in my network, people I know at the gym, you know, I'm a huge advocate. I, as you know, I, I support sort of these sort of small businesses who are, um, you know, sort of trans advocates, uh, and I buy a lot of apparel and I wear a lot of slogans like, uh, trans men are men and, um, protect trans, protect kids. trans kids and, and other things like that. So, you know, I think in my small way, in my spare time right now I am, I would like to become sort of more active though. So mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to say something, and then I forgot it while you were talking, so I'm not going to say it anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. There's this really cool um, transgender creator. His name is Jammy Dodger, um, and he has this really cool um, merch that says, Dinosaurs are cool, transphobia is not. Okay. What's I the, just wanted to add that what's in. What's the handle? Uh, Jammy Dodger on YouTube. He's He makes really funny videos reviewing, like, trans memes by memes gotcha like talking about um homophobia and transphobia and just commenting on how 
funny they sound. Okay. And it's he he's really cool. Well, why don't we do this? I'll put a few of my um the influencers that I like to follow on on Instagram mostly, and we'll put that link too for that. And and can I put YouTuber. some of the YouTubers? There's another one. Okay, well let's put that let's put it in the notes because we've already kind of gone. Okay. We've kind of gone at like twenty seven minutes now. Can I just talk a little bit. Okay, Toby, special permission to Toby to keep going. <laughs> okay. See, so, I knew this. Once we got started, we wouldn't be called, able to stop. He's, he's called One Topic at a Time. He's a wonderful ally um, and makes memes reading through subreddits about, like, being gay, being trans. Um, and he's he's just a wonderful ally and just such an awesome supportive dude and gotcha. his videos make me laugh and smile all the time okay you're a happy kid toby <laughs> don't you think i mean my observations i try to be yeah oh that's interesting you try to be you know i tell people all the time there's there's two choices right you can you can choose to be happy or you can kind of choose to be sad right and i think that happiness is a choice so no matter what your situation is and what you're going through and what you're you know what's odds are stacked against you or what you know obstacles you have to overcome you can still choose happiness you can choose happiness but it might be harder to get to depending on the circumstances you're in that's fair it it might be harder to see that as an option for yourself when you're in a rough spot or in a rough place that's really fair toby i appreciate that um okay anything any final closing comments this is what episode six and it's it's an eight month coming episode so we finally got it out i'm so glad i'm really proud so of us sorry we were gone so long life we try not to be gone as long again but who knows school's school's gonna kick my butt before this show comes out so who knows <laughs> we've got high school we've got work we're trying to get past um oh, or yeah. learn how to live with and next year COVID. I have a musical that's gonna be worse yeah so at any rate um we're so glad we were able to bring this to you we you know there's also a a new trans youth hotline that i would love to give the resource to um so we'll definitely put some effort into the notes that we attach to this episode and as always we want to thank you for listening and thank you for your support thank you so much please remember to send us any comments questions you have and certainly refer this podcast to anybody that you think um could use uh could use this information and and for now we'll be signing off bye-bye thank you